Parents strongly cautioned, the following programs are intended for mature audiences over the age of 18. These programs may contain some materials that many parents would not find suitable for children. The programs may contain intense violence, sexual situations, coarse language, and suggestive dialogue. Welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast, episode number 82. New boss, same as the old boss. And thus, the reign of Sketch the Magnificent did begin over the Toonami Faithful Podcast, which starts right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me today is... Paul Skrill, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And... It's Samurai Darrell Maddox. And... Toonami Faithful's Hoodie Ninja, Ambukaru. And it's been a while since you've been with us, Ambukaru. Could you please tell us what you've been up to? Well, I recently escaped from Darrell's basement. <laughs> Yes, we had a good time playing Bams. <laughs> oh, yes, my By the way, I love the I love the somber mood that we have on the podcast today. Well, I'm just trying to be Jose Argumento, sir, not appearing in this podcast. What? Super emo and don't like goddamn sword on the line. <laughs> Doesn't ever have a campy feel. It's always campy. <laughs> Dude, uh... Dude, uh... Night, Jose, this one's for you. Up yours. <laughs> this one goes out to Jose, sir, not appearing in this podcast. Or oh, wow. Speaking of the podcast, I think a lot of people are uh, wondering, Sketch, when they are going to be coming out, because we've gotten a lot of questions about that, actually. Yeah. Well, one thing I feel like uh, making note of is, you know, the podcast came out on Tuesday last week, yeah. so you're still only waiting a week. So give us a break, people. <laughs> and you gotta have to you have to understand like sketch has different hours than jose so when we can record we will record and when it comes out it comes out that's the way it is pretty much we're gonna try to stick to tuesday as yes, best yeah. we can it looks like mondays are gonna be okay for recording so we're gonna <laughs> do that moving forward just can't pull off <laughs> sunday night sorry folks nope and if we record before Saturday, we don't have much of a show. No, we don't have any show. <laughs> we won't have the trending. We'll have the ratings, but we won't have the trending. We might not have the ratings comparison yet because, you know, people got stuff to do. <laughs> and we definitely won't have a Space Dandy to talk about. So there's a, there's a reason why they were recording on Sunday before, and we can't quite do Sunday. So Monday it is which means you'll get it on Tuesday. That's right. You'll live. If you don't like it, we'll send Darrell after you. I got a gun. <laughs> he's, he's a card-carrying member. Damn right I am. All right, well, we've got a moderately packed show today, and we're happy to have Will back on. It's been a while. He escaped from a... I said Jose's basement. <laughs> no, I, no, 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 no. See, I escaped from Jose's basement. Yes, you did. So wait, wait, wait. Let me get this straight. So Will was locked in your basement, then Jose kidnapped you, and you were locked in his basement? Is that how this works? Well, you know, the reason why I wasn't on the podcast was because I was stuck in Jose's um, waterlogged basement. Then once I got oh. out, you know, I had Will. I had Will. Waterlogged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know how that goes. And Will was stuffed in my there's, there's an order to this. Yes, it is. <laughs> Paul's next. Paul's yeah, next. Paul's... Oh, God. <laughs> You're going to have to get through my girlfriend, though. So Paul's going to okay. be in she said Will's it was basement, and then <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be in fine. Paul's basement. Yes, you are. Well, Ooh. yeah, I'm going to... Well, <laughs> enough about that. Uh, <laughs> enough <yeah>. about that. <laughs> we recently <laughs> tweeted out that we will, in fact, be having the most commonly heard voice actress in Japanese cartoon dubbing, yes. Monica Rial. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, Monica my will be card. coming on the show next week. We will be recording the interview actually before we record the show. But Which is good. you voted, however few did, 
that you yeah, wanted to get that. this episode sooner, though you probably thought it was Monday. Ha, I tricked you. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good sketch. I like that. So, yes, we'll see Monica next week, obviously. Um, so look forward to that, people. And send in your questions. Yes, this podcast will be out before we interview her, so make sure you send in your questions. It's called hashtag Toonami Talkback, or actually use the Facebook page. All right, without further ado, let's get into the Space Dandy Recap. Space Dandy Episode 5, A Merry Companion is a Wagon in Space, Baby. So, this episode of Space Dandy had the Japanese screenplay done by Ichiro Okochi. I believe I pronounced that right. And it looked to me like he worked on series such as Code Geass and Eureka 7 and Wolfrain and a few other series that have graced Adult Swim and or Toonami. Yes. And he is, in fact, a Japanese novelist. Yeah, got a lot he of definitely Japanese brought novels. some more subtleness to Space Dandy than the previous writers. <laughs> That's <laughs> sure. That's On the sure. Funimation side... The script writer in this episode was Bonnie Clinkenbeard, and the ADR director was Mr. Zach Bolton. Sweet. So it went through the Boltonizing. If <laughs> <laughs> you've seen that Skittles commercial. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, baby. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> Jesus. Baby. <laughs> All right. So what did everybody think of this episode? To be honest with you, dude, I thought it had a nice little human feel for it once. It was kind of serious in a little way, man, and it showed that Dandy actually did have a little solid side for the kids, even though he was being an asshole to this kid at times. <laughs> this is true. You know, it's kind of the way I treat Paul all the time. Yeah, you two treat me like a kid. <laughs> Why are you going to treat me like a kid? And then I was like, oh, shit, man. Lollicons are literally having a field day with this shit right now. Oh, jeez, really? I mean, especially at the end there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> She's the like, end. can I come on the Aloha Oi? Nah, forget it, kid. <laughs> Not unless you I grow don't. up into a big booby chick. <laughs> Dude, I, I can't lie, man. He kept it real on that one, for real. He, he kept it real. He kept it 100, man. That, yeah. That's what the kids are saying these days. <clears throat> keep it 100. Keep it 100. Yeah, yeah keep it 100. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It looked like she did have some potential, man. So, like, when she turned 18, she legal. Yeah, who who even knows exactly how old she was? I don't think it was mentioned. That's true. I was kind of wondering that myself. And, you know, she was insistent that she wasn't a kid at the beginning, so I was kind of wondering if they were just kind of short aliens. But, nah, she she was a kid. Yep, she was definitely a kid. Ah, and it should be noted that said kid is voiced by Jade Saxton who was Hachin in Michiko and Hachin, among other roles. And I think uh, quite a few people on Twitter also agreed that it was very Michiko and Hachin feeling. <laughs> and that absolutely added to that. Yes. So great job, Jade. Yes, we salute you. I suppose that we should give a bit of a summary of the episode. Yes, we should. <laughs> yeah. All right. Maybe we should have done that first. Yes, we should. I'm still learning. Okay. Yes, <laughs> See, that's what you love about this podcast. You learn on the job as you go. Huh. Ain't that right, Will? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Will's kind of sitting there in the corner. I'm quiet. All right. <laughs> well, here's the basic synopsis of this episode of Space Dandy. Uh, Dandy is going after an alien that has managed to make other alien hunters look like complete idiots and gotten it, it looks like gotten it on film. So he's going after an alien and he's expecting, you know, something particularly dangerous and he finds a little girl who 
manages to catch him off guard and uses her power of transference to put his mind into a toy penguin. And like most an people apparently freak out so much when this happens that they're completely powerless to do anything, but not Dandy. He doesn't sweat the small <laughs> stuff. So he gets up and starts fighting her as this penguin. Yes, he does. And he manages to somehow put the handcuffs on her. Yeah. My question is, okay, if he fought as his penguin, does that still constitute his child abuse? Well, isn't it reverse child abuse? Never mind, let's not get into that. I don't even know. <laughs> Who even knows, man? But maybe that's the reason why the director decided to do that. Or not. I mean... Let's not read too I much. I mean, Michiko smacks Hachin every now and then in that show, so I don't think... That's necessarily a concern. Nope. Oh, don't worry about it. We saw a lot of child abuse in the wreck of seven, though. Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> not even my father hits me. You're, <laughs> You're not a Gundam pilot. Well, well anyway, he is hoping to bring her to the alien registration to get lots of money, money, because his ship got impounded, and QT and... Meow are waiting around at the impound lot, hoping for Dandy to come get them in the ship. Dandy has to go the long way, because he can't get his ship, and take this little girl with him to the registration center. So she makes a deal with him that she won't use her powers or give him any trouble as long as they stop somewhere along the way. And Dandy, for whatever reason, agrees to this. And then they have a little adventure, and they go to amusement parks, and... They start to get to know each other, and they're really abrasive with each other at first, but they slowly start to connect, and it's really heartwarming. Heartwarming for who? <laughs> Do it look like I'm goddamn father of your material right now? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Shut the hell up, Paul. No one asked you anything. I was asking that question to sketch, and possibly will. Eh. I don't think Paul's they're going to... only father here, man. <laughs> this is true. Um, so, Paul, as a father, how do you feel about this episode? I thought it was cute. I thought it. I thought it was a cute episode, though. I, I... <laughs> at the end there, where he's like, "No, you can come on the the Aloha Oi after you have big breasts and <laughs> a nice body." Yeah, I'm just going. show how much of a scoundrel he really is. But <laughs> I'm just like... you know, he's he's just a jerk with a heart of gold. So... Yeah. <laughs> like Paul. Oh, thought... Okay, Gosh. and I eventually. Know. The little Thank girl you. gets tracked down by the bounty hunters that were trying to capture her before. and Dandy saves her and gets her to her grandfather. So it all ties up real nicely at the end. It's yeah. it's nice. Yeah, it, was a, she... it was a nice change of pace. And you know what? Nobody died in this episode. <laughs> yeah, nobody died in this episode. You know, to be honest with you, just like the first freaking episode that had continuity where nothing went wrong that defied the damn laws of physics at all. You know, I, I don't know if anybody else felt like this, but in all seriousness, it kind of felt like an episode of Cowboy Bebop, actually. Yeah, there's there was certainly a Cowboy Bebop-ish vibe to it. Yeah. I don't know. I, that, it, that's what it kind of felt like to me. I was like, hmm. I mean, it makes sense, obviously. It's the same director, but, you know. Still. Yeah, to me, it oh, yeah. felt, which uh, is also very much like Cowboy Bebop, but it felt a lot like a Michiko and Hachin episode. And they had to make a big, they had to say Wulong again, <laughs> just yeah. to tease us a little bit more, right? I got a Wulong. Who knows? Break. Maybe it is in the same universe as Cowboy Bebop. Uh, we'll see. But or, the good thing about this is, the music was really, really good in this oh, episode. Yeah. The music it was, was great. It was. Fantastic music. And the people who want to know that song that was playing when he was doing the travel is by Izumi Makuro, and it's called Want to Know, and No, it's not ready for download yet. Well, thanks for telling them that, because I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, you, now you just disappointed. You tell me, Darrell, so I don't now look like an ass everyone. on the podcast. Congratulations, I just made you look like an ass. That's funny. <laughs> don't worry about it, bottom, I said, uh, sir. <laughs> no, the end of my rear. Oh God! <laughs> oh boy! My big black rear. Oh God! Uh, so, uh, any anybody else have thoughts before we get into the tsunami talkback responses? Will. 
I I loved the episode, man. <laughs> it had a great feel to it, especially the music. Yeah, the music was great. Yeah, that's that's to me that was like one of the best parts of the episode was all the music involved, as well as the story behind it, but mostly music. <laughs> yeah, as you can see, people, Will loves the music. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say, Will, that it has a campy feel to it? It's the hmm. campiest, Paul! <laughs> spot on, spot on. All right. And Sketch is trying to not hurt himself. <laughs> I know. Right now, Sketch is probably because he's like, God damn it, fucking real. How the hell he does his shit? <laughs> he's probably like, he's probably like uh, I would say, did you know what you left me with? Patience. <laughs> patience. Hey, I'll send you back to the library, Sketch. Oh, jeez. Don't, <laughs> don't remind me. Oh, God. Getting called in for a last minute. Watch the library security guard shift. Oh, joy. <laughs> Get to tell name. teenagers not to smoke. <laughs> <clears throat> but that's for... That's for a Same different shift, podcast. different day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If one let's of those ever comes out again. Anyways, so let's get into the tsunami <laughs> talk back for uh, Space Dandy. Yes. So I'm just going to go off and uh, read a lot of these. Why not? <laughs> At MXA Ghost says, 80s music montage, impound lots, and a happy ending. All in the day's work for Space Dandy. At Custom Zaku says, the girl wasn't too annoying, and it's nice to confirm Space Dandy will in fact have a few straightforward parts. I agree. At Red Train Claire says, Episode 5 of Space Dandy would just be a decent episode in Cowboy Bebop, uh, since Dandy is so different, the change is welcome. I don't know how I feel about that one. <laughs> yeah, I guess this wouldn't be, like, top-tier Cowboy Bebop. Still. It works for Dandy, damn it. Yeah, it's definitely a good change of pace for Dandy. Uh, at DG Nightwing says, This week's Dandy was the best episode so far and reminded me a lot of Michiko and Hachin. Right back at you, buddy. <laughs> at Blatch O says, It was another awesome episode, touching while still awesomely weird. And Jad Saxton was great as Adele. Agreed. At Sorcerer Lance, who we recently had on the podcast, the episode was poignant. It was a nice temporary break from the nonstop comedy to show Dandy's kinder side. I agree. At Blue Alexander 93 says, Dandy proved himself as a jerkass with a heart of gold in the end. Always good to get a little emotional. Jerkass. <laughs> at, full at, at Frank Full Metal says, Different from the typical comedy, but I liked it a lot. Showed a good side of Dandy. At Just Call Me Ryan underscore says, First episode I really liked. It still had humor, but I actually cared about the characters this time. <laughs> At MP Caracuro says, Space Dandy was totes filled with tefils. I'm not going to even ask what the hell that is. No, I'm not going to ask that either. <laughs> At Anime for Life 99 says, it was actually a good episode. I thought Dandy would take Adelaide to boobies for comedy. Dandy guy. At well, Master of the Arts says, I really enjoyed the episode. I hope she comes back. Although I think she got sent off a bit too well. I, I presume he means a bit too well to actually come back. Probably. At the underscore bodyguard 31 says, This episode is the best so far. Dandy was still dandy, but he also showed that he cares. I hope there's more episodes like this. I agree. And lastly, at Anime Savior says, Great episode. It was good to see another side of Dandy's personality. Yeah, it was great to see another side, and then he just brought it all back. Once you get boobs and ass, holler at me. <laughs> oh, God. Is it, does it got to be all that? Jesus. Dude, look here. I ain't gonna eat much lie, man. That's what Danny was thinking. Yeah. I mean, dude, the pervert came out of him at that last minute, man. <laughs> Serious, I'm talking about he just he just he reverted back, dude. Like, yeah, you can come back on my ship when you get asses. And, and I guess we can note that uh Dandy shares Spike's dist 
interest in having kids around. They could be like and also animals. Uh, Harlem Knights. <laughs> also animals. <laughs> doesn't want kids. Doesn't want animals. Kids bring them bad luck. That's all. <laughs> and women with attitudes. That's, and if yeah, that's it, I think we're all in agreement that this is a nice change of pace for Space Dandy. And uh, hopefully this isn't the last episode of its kind. I really um, hope it does well. It's it's a departure from what we've had so far, so the audience might be a little confused or put off. But considering how well Summer Wars did, I think this is going to do pretty well. Yes, I agree with that. Summer um, Wars is fucking awesome. We have uh, one more talk back. It's actually on the Facebook page. If you don't oh, mind that. go ahead. Wow, we got some from Facebook? Yes. Greetings on the Facebook page. I didn't even look at the Facebook page. Haha, I'm, <laughs> I'm prepared. Anyways, um, so, by the way, we have a we have our podcast page on the website. It's Tsunami Faithful Pod. It's facebook.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Um, Sammy Rosa put a comment there for when we asked uh what did you think of Space Dandy? And uh, he said, it was my second favorite episode so far behind episode three. It was a serene episode, and I enjoyed the song. It shows us that Dandy has another side to him besides his egotistical side. I was hoping the girl would join the crew, but I guess that'll be too much to ask for. <laughs> so that's what he said. Can't let everybody join the crew. No. Besides, she ain't had no boobs and no booty, dude. Oh, will you stop with that? Jesus Christ. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, Y'all sorry. thinking it though. Yeah, everybody <laughs> else thinking, thinking it. it. <laughs> we know you that's are. The that's the reason why we had the real. We say the things that no one else will. We got Darrell to keep us sure. real. That's for sure. Don't Anyways, tell you again, Darrell. We'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> do I get to stay in your basement? Oh, God. New <laughs> boss, right, same as the old boss, buddy. New boss, same as the old boss. Oh God. <laughs> Moving on. So it's not, it, not going to be like when you when you know mom is going to say no when you go ask dad. Mm-mm. Oh, God. Okay, I think that's it for the Space Dandy recap. <laughs> I think it's time to get into the news right now. Yay, news. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. Alright, let's get into the ratings. Um, the ratings for this week are four, if my cat gets out of the way so I can see stuff. Quit playing with your pussy. Do I need to bleep that? <laughs> That's new for the cat. Okay, anyways. Um, so these are the ratings for January 25th. Uh, Space Dandy came in at 1,251,000. Uh, Bleach came in at 1,158,000. Naruto Shippuden, 1,177,000. One Piece, 955,000. Soul Eater, 833,000. Uh, Sword Art Online, 820,000. FLCL, 689,000. That was the last night for F- FLCL, by the way. Uh, Naruto, the original uncut version, 659,000. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, 536,000. Ghost in the Shell, 524,000. IGPX, 547,000. Star Wars, The Clone Wars, 736,000. I like that number. And uh, Inuyasha ended the night with 637,000. So those are the ratings for January 25th. Which is Looks pretty good. Nice yes. job, Star Wars. Very nice. Yes, it's making Inuyasha look really bad, like you said, Sketch. <laughs> it's strange, because Inuyasha usually does really well at the end, and it's still doing pretty good, but it doesn't right. seem like those two are quite compatible. Right. Which might be a problem. Star Wars using Jedi mind tricks and shit. <laughs> and it's also using the force and, and the drop uh, between Soul Eater and Sword Art Online was not that bad either it actually almost yeah. held its its. Uh, yeah pretty much held it held it steady there yeah so yeah. and One Piece did very well this week too so yep well, it's better than the week before it's getting there so 
hopefully, and now that we're like four weeks out, Space Dandy's doing pretty well. I don't like the fact that it went down in week four, but I'm thinking it'll go back up this week. So here's to beating yeah, Bleach. Here's, here's hoping. <laughs> here's oh, it's, it's, I don't think there's any danger of it not beating Bleach. It seems to be doing... There was only one week when Bleach was particularly close. So True. I think I think we don't have to worry about that. Well, Bleach did, I believe the number was 1.559 million viewers. And that's that's the top number for this tsunami. So um, it, it, it has a good chance of beating that. But, you know, we'll see what happens, especially when we get into summertime. So. Yeah, summertime should definitely make a difference. That's the thing. If anybody's feeling like these ratings are a bit low compared to what we were pulling in during the summer, which they are, in fact, not, especially towards the front end. But, yeah, you know, summer, more people are home, more people are counted. By the way, not not to, uh, not, I don't want anybody that likes One Piece to hate on me, but I really feel bad for you guys going up against Thundercats because, like, Thundercats was, this time of the year, was getting million, million, million. Thundercats was doing surprisingly well last year. It was. It actually surprised them, too, which... I thought that surprise would turn into more sh- more new episodes, but apparently not. Yeah, you know, that's... I'm going to cry. You'd have to convince Warner Brothers, and good luck with that. Yeah, I know. But anyways, um, so let's get into the comparison from last year, which was January 26, 2013. Um, obviously, we have to add the boondocks in here, because that was what was at 11.30, because Space Dandy wasn't on. Mm-hmm. So... In the front of the action hour. Yes. Um, so Boondocks came in at 1,363,000. Um, Bleach came in at 1,428,000, which is surprising because that went up over Boondocks. But uh, Naruto, uncut, did uh, 1,194,000. Thundercats did 986,000. Samurai 7 did 921,000. Symbionic Titan did 805,000. Ayuraka 7 did 770,000. Tenchi Muyo GXP did 702,000. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood did 648,000. Cowboy Bebop, the first one, did 600,000. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, the second one, did 552,000. Uh, the first Inuyasha did 587,000. And the last Inuyasha that ended the night did 569,000. So that's your rating comparison right there. Um, looking at these um, at the end of the the ratings. Uh, wow, we, Star Wars we, did so much better than Inuyasha yeah. 5 last year. <laughs> yeah, it, it did. It increased by 149,000 from last year. Um, Inuyasha at 530 actually increased 68,000. Uh, the other increase that we can see is the 2 a.m. slot. Um, yeah, Symbionic Titan. Did 805,000, but um, Sword Art beat it with 15,000 more viewers. So, um, And the rest was kind of... T- down from there and i don't know and why that was Go which ahead. episode of sora oh okay that was okay that was that was that was the, that was the good one that was not the tentacle <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the one that ended with them finding out yeah each other are uh, yeah we'll get into that a little bit later because i really want to talk about those things because paul's just been chomping at the bit to oh talk god about i haven't been on online. i haven't been on in a couple weeks it's time to unleash paul on sword out online here so but let's shut up let's... it's wheel time right now oh shut we up i anyway. love you let's get into the trending sketch i know you wanted to do that all righty so our u.s trends this uh past saturday is Toonami and uh, hashtag Toonami trended during Naruto Shippuden, One Piece, Ghost in the Shell, Brotherhood, Samurai Jack, IGPX, Clone Wars, and Inuyasha. Uh, Space Dandy trended. Blue Exorcist trended during Space Dandy. Gee, I wonder why that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, trended. Naruto Shippuden, One Piece, Soul Eater, Krona from Soul Eater. Sword Art Online, Naruto, FMA Brotherhood, Samurai Jack, IGPX, and Inuyasha. Ah, yes. And in the worldwide trends, Tsunami trended during FMA Brotherhood. And 
the other trends were Space Dandy, Blue Exorcist during Space Dandy, Bleach, Soul Eater, Krona from Soul Eater, Black Star from Soul Eater. It's always Black Star. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and Samurai Jack. Yay. Back to the lineup that night. I enjoyed that. Sh- I enjoyed the first episode. I could. I had to stay up for it. Yep. Jack is back. Uh, Gotta love that song. Beat off the mobile app trends. Yes, um, that's a new thing that we're doing actually. Do so, yes, please read them. All right. So hashtag tsunami was during Ghost in the Shell, IGBX, and Inuyasha with ten point nine thousand tweets. 9k yeah that's thousand right yeah yeah i mean you don't really have to read that you can just tell people what what the mobile trends are that's all uh, okay and the other mobile trends are space dandy bleach naruto shippuden one piece soul eater krona black star sword art online fma brotherhood and samurai jack yes samurai jack. apologize if i missed anything <laughs> <laughs> that's all right that's a lot to read guys yes it is um, usually it. say it was the perfect trend. Well, Star Wars doesn't seem to want a trend for some odd reason, even though it did. You know, it's been doing so well down there. So I, I don't know. I have no idea. Mm. But uh, the one thing I do want to tell people is um, Facebook now does trending as well. Um, we haven't seen anything trend on Facebook as of yet. So if you see something on Saturday night, let us know. Uh, tweet us on Twitter. Um, if you're one of those people that's like, like Darrell in the beginning, I don't want Twitter. Fuck then, you all. <laughs> um, you know, you can you can you know talk about it on Facebook, and if enough of you are talking about it, it will trend. So, um, you know, if you guys see that, let us know. Please do uh, tweet us or even Facebook message us. That's fine. Um, just let us know if something's trending, and we'll put it up. So. Radio, I think that takes us to uh, the goodie for the week. Oh, yes. Which a was a Q&A. And the three questions asked, the answers were that you can, in fact, watch a legal stream of Toonami during Adult Swim hours. If you go to adultswim.com, you go to their video section, but you have to have a cable provider in order to do it. Yes. But if you have a cable provider, then you can stream it. And the best part, if you're living in the West Coast, like me, you can get the East feed and get to watch Toonami with the rest of these jackasses. I hate you. Fuck <laughs> you too then, bitch. I don't like you. <laughs> and you get to go to sleep earlier. It's wonderful. Piece of shit. <laughs> So yeah, and there's also the Adult Swim app, which you can get on a number of mobile devices, certainly smartphones. I believe it is in the Android and the Apple. iTunes store. Yep. Uh, I think that's it at the moment. And <laughs> because my buddy keeps complaining to me that they don't have it on the Kindle, <laughs> even though that's an Android-based device, apparently. That's uh, Yeah. So it, should, it should actually be there then to be honest with it you should be they it's like you can get it well you can get the android apps but kindle always checks all the apps themselves or something along those lines so it's eventually going to be there i'm sure but at the moment or at least last time i checked with him it wasn't so you might look out if not you can definitely stream it from your computer yes which is great The other two questions uh, were regarding the upcoming shows. They asked if Blue <clears throat> if Black Lagoon was coming, and yes, it is on March twenty second. Yes. And they also asked if when Blue Exorcist was starting. And who asked that question, Paul? Hmm. I think that was me. Well, that was. Oh, it was definitely you because I just knew it was the Toonami Faithful official Tumblr account. Yes, it was. Well, don't you just feel special? <laughs> yeah, he specialized. Special Ed. <laughs> Shut up, Drill. <laughs> and really, oh, if yeah, anybody that, that question was answered, it's not like he was the only one who asked it. 
No, but it, it was it, it was very surprising that they actually put us on the air because I didn't think that was we surprising. really had a chance. As soon as I saw that, I went, "Oh boy, Paul's never gonna let us live this one." <laughs> no, <laughs> you're like, and you I got wrong, a question answered on air. Did you do that sketch? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? Now that you said that, I'm gonna do it. Now I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do that every single time when you piss me off. I'm like, oh, oh, did your question get answered? No, it didn't. Go on. So yeah, there's our 15 seconds of fame. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but we did we did find out finally that Blue Exorcist was going to be on uh, February 22nd and not in March, which we all knew was going to happen because, well, yeah, it was like, did did they not know that Solard only had 25 episodes? Did they yeah. have something else planned? Uh, who knows? Who cares? It could have been. You know what? I was. It's probably they had something else planned and then. It fell through, so they just did this. Could be. But the good news is we get the show a week, at least a week earlier than we anticipated. So Yes. That's always good news. So That is very good news. Look forward Um, to watching Blue Exorcist. It's pretty new and shiny, and it'll be fun. Yes. And And we will be doing talkbacks on the podcast, yes, I believe. Yes, we will. Um, I believe that's not a a long-running series, so that Uh, will... 25 episodes. That's like... Yeah. Though it does great 25 episodes. Yeah, that'll definitely qualify for talkback, so... Oh, man, but that's going to be crazy, is if we're doing Space Daddy and Blue Exorcist and Black Lagoon. Oh, God. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot, guys. We're gonna we're gonna have to be brisk. <laughs> Ice tea? Oh, shut up. <laughs> hey, you said brisk, dude. I'm just on some iced tea now. Oh god. Uh, Anyways. Oh, so can can we get in the topic now? Yes, Paul. We can talk about Sword Art Online now. I've been salivating for three weeks ever since. Farewell, Mr. Prosciutto. Take it away. Oh, thank you. No, you need to call him Captain Carbonara. Anyways, so, like, obviously, I haven't been on the podcast in two weeks, so let's go back to the tentacle rape one. Oh, damn it, man. Or the lack of. I wish people would stop calling it that because. So well, you know, Paulie enjoys his tentacle ah. rape. Yeah, Paul gets look, tentacle raped all the look, time. I, I don't know if anybody's seen. Look, my, it was nothing. I, I don't know if anybody's seen what I wrote on my Tumblr page, popscrillo.tumblr.com. What Alfred these trolls were saying made it out to be the worst thing that they've ever seen in an anime. And then you get to this scene, and you're just like, other than other than uh, I believe it was Vic Manana played the one that was talking really sexual to her, I guess is the way to say it. I mean, other than that, there was nothing <laughs> that, that was, was really good about it. You know what I mean? What'd you say? <laughs> that was awkward. What? <laughs> Having Vic Mignogna play that <laughs> scientist <laughs> who was a slug for no apparently good reason. <laughs> yes. And, you know, it, 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 I, I think I was more like taken back by the episode because of the fact that I was expecting something a hundred times worse than what I saw. And when I was done with the episode, I kind of was like, this is not anything where it was. And then there's people still taking offense to this episode. And I'm like, really? Why are you taking offense to this episode? She didn't even, there, other than him speaking, there was nothing that happened. Well, you know, he he was restraining her. He was restraining her. and, And the camera angles were obviously trying to 
getting a rise right. from somebody. But true. I, I, yeah, I mean, I mean, still here. Was, I, I, I want to say this. Okay. All right. Now, protagonists in fantasy stories being attacked by tentacle creatures is not that uncommon, especially the hero when he's trying to get somewhere. So let's say, what if it was Kirito that was being attacked by this creature? Would anybody have a problem with that? The question um, is, if that dang old tentacle monster was Fleece Johnson. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, people look it up. You'll understand what I mean by the Fleece Johnson joke. Um, I would say, like, if like he didn't have a weapon to fight off the guy, then people would have a lot of problem. I would have a problem with that, because I would be like, that's kind of stupid. Because, you know, Kirito's the main guy. Why would he not have a weapon, and why would he not be able to kick this slug's ass in two seconds flat? You know what I mean? That would make it very awkward and very, like, um, okay, this is bullshit. Get this episode out of the series. <laughs> I don't know. That's just my opinion. So your problem is that she didn't have a weapon to defend herself with, and think, maybe that's the argument why she couldn't escape, though I don't think it's a very good one, because shouldn't she have... Actually, I think the argument would, in fact, be that the uh, the game was limiting her options. Right. Like, and the, and the, She would normally be able to fight something, probably even barehanded, but I'm sure that Sugo had done something to her data that she would be incapable of defending herself. Right. And and I think that it should have been like there should have been some kind of a little bit more explanation than other than she's in a cage. You know, I think that's part of the problem. And and I do agree like this episode was one episode that really really if you took that episode out, the whole it, rest it would of the be a better would show. Fun. Right. It would it, it, it would that one episode better. wasn't even needed. It was it was there's only Nothing. one thing about that scene that had any significance whatsoever, and that was talking about how other people's brains were being manipulated in there, and it was really just thrown away to begin with. Right. It, was, it felt like it felt like a awful. filler episode that didn't need to be there. You know what I mean? And yet it was in the yeah. novel. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it was a feel hurt. I don't know what Koara was. About. <laughs> <laughs> How about them feels? Feels feels sounds dirty now, doesn't it, Internet? Yeah, doesn't it? But, um, You're nasty, Internet. You're very nasty. Yeah, it's it's one of these moments where I guess you can't really fault them for sticking with what was in the novel, but at the same time, you got to be feeling. Maybe they should have changed a few things. Maybe it would have made some people mad, but I think it would probably have ended up making more people accept this show. Who knows? Very true. I would I would agree with that, yeah. Honestly, it doesn't ruin the show for me. I just no. I just wish it wasn't there. Yeah, it, it doesn't really ruin it, it shouldn't ruin the show. Like apparently it's ruined the show for Jose, even though it was ruined. <laughs> Five episodes. Most of the people but... who say that this ruined the show for them, in fact, did not like the show to begin with. Exactly. But there are indeed some people who saw this and went, "Okay, show, we're done." <laughs> I put up yeah, with I long hate. enough. I would agree, but it gets worse. I've already given my psychological breakdown of this damn show from the last time. I'm not going back yes, textbook psychologists. <laughs> If you want to, if if you want to get my opinion on that again, go back to the previous episode when I talked about it. But um, let's talk about the the uh, the next two the two episodes after that one, which I thought were first of all, I thought the the episode before the one that just aired was um was really good. Um, it's kind of funny you go from like the the ep- like the the worst episode of the series to like one of the best episodes of the series, and you're just like, hmm, ooh, I don't know if anybody agrees with that. Um, only in Paul's world. I, I no, I think it was. I mean, there was some this is really Paul's good... world. Excellent party time. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Well, um, not the reference right. I was going for, but okay. Well, I had to bring up her. I had to bring up her uh, Twitter so I could actually get her name right. But uh, Cassandra Morris, who plays um, oh, what is her? It's Lifa. Oh, Lifa and Lifa and 
Yeah. Um, a lot of people, it's kind of Did funny because a lot of people tweeted yours? out, they were like, they were like, so, they were like, we hated, we don't like the series, but your performance in this episode was really good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She really, she acted the crap out of that, and some off. say the show did not deserve it. <laughs> well, she, I, I think that episode was really good, and it was, it was mainly because of that performance that it was that that episode was really good. Um, so kudos to her. Um, but you know, we kind of got a little bit. I got to kind of remember what I said on Twitter, but it, we kind of got a better idea of what was really going on between the two of them. And it wasn't like some kind of fucking incense, incest going on where like, motherfucker, how is going to be incense, man? It's incest, you dumbass. Shut up. Anyways, um, you know, these, uh, yes, she has feelings for her cousin slash brother, Yeah, but it was a crush. It was yeah. a crush. She's not like, I'm going to have sex with him. That's what I want. <laughs> This is not swing out, sisters, people. She's not sneaking into his room and going, hey, let me have sex with him while he's asleep. Though I can understand multiple people being frustrated with the fact that there's plenty of instances where a character is introduced only to fall in love with this guy for pretty much no good reason. Yeah. I don't know. I I, kind of felt like it was... I I, I really liked that episode. I didn't see, like... um, I really, it, it, to me, it was one of the best ones, at least for the second season of Sword Art. It, the first, the first season was good. Was a lot better. It wasn't as bad as this season could be. Didn't choked up much, bitch. <laughs> they're very, no, was, they're very different. They had very different goals. And the first season was all about <clears throat> living, and yes. and the sort of kind of dealing with Kirito's remorse of being a survivor, and. The second season is all about saving the damsel in distress, which is yeah, definitely a downgrade. Yeah, I mean, it, the second season was not as, as good as season one. But and... I actually know people, such as Soulful Chris, who says they like the second half better because, well, they like Leafa for one thing. But also, they like the clear purpose of the second season. There's, there's a goal, and they get to it. Whereas yeah. the first season, there was a lot of meandering about. Right. And I well, don't disagree. I don't know. I, I, I liked the, the first season because it was more action-packed and it wasn't, you know... Oh, it, it I don't know if it was more action-packed, actually. There's been uh, quite a few fights in the second half. Yeah. And some of the best ones, like fighting against the Salamanders. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, it was... That was a good fight, but I'm I'm, I'm saying like I, I felt like it was I don't know I I felt like season one that part was a lot better. I guess we can't say season one or season two anymore because it's well, the first half, right? So yeah. the first yeah, because there's an actual one. season two in the works. Yeah, so which will adapt um, the next storyline. Yes. Damn! Shut up, Will. You're talking too much. <laughs> yeah, Will, say something. Will. Well, I. Paul Paul is in agreement with that he likes the uh, first half, right? Because I agree with that. Yes. Like the mystery behind it over the yeah, uh, second the half. half. Better too. Yeah, like like the only part that I had, the only part that I had a problem with in the first half was the fact that the last episode of that half was just like could have been a little better. Like it that part where like rushed. he fought the boss, it it felt like yeah. just rushed. It felt oh, really man, they totally rushed that boss fight. It's like, yeah. oh, we're fighting this terribly powerful boss, and then they stop the episode, then they start the next episode. Oh, we're fighting this incredibly terrible boss, and we won. Yeah, and then they get to the main guy that's in the, that's supposedly be like fifty key turn. Right, oh, and they I just defeat. They like reference. that part just goes by like really quickly. It's it's just really uh, I don't know. It, they definitely yeah, it was a pacing. Very disappointed by it. Yeah, that was the, that was the only disappointing part of part one. <laughs> a lot of pacing. Is right. It's him. Get yeah. him. Before that, they we spent win. all that yeah. meandering about with Yui. Yeah. Which are still the episodes I like the least out of this entire show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I dislike those episodes more than Asuna getting handled by tentacle creatures. Yes, okay, I... maybe I won't go that far. <laughs> because 
besides what was, right, what though. happened to Asuna in episode 21, there really wasn't anything of note in that episode. So Look here, dude. I got to see an elf queen with big boobs. Oh, God. <laughs> Shut up. Don't judge me. Oh, it, all, it all revolves right back around to boobs. Yeah. Oh, well, there was that nice scene with uh, Kirito and Suguha in the real world. So I guess there's that. Yeah, a girl that's how old? No, I don't know. Not, not <laughs> no, much. I don't think anybody knows. Not, <laughs> not be much like a younger than whatever, Kirito. Right? Yeah, she's like, I don't know, maybe two, three years younger than Kirito. <laughs> well, anyway, that's... All I'm saying, I can say jailbait, stay away. Yeah, oh, there's lots of jailbait in this show. There's nothing God. but jailbait, really. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> um, okay, that's not entirely true, but it may as well. For the most part. <laughs> so <laughs> It's some serious jailbait. Like, Silica's like 12. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, this last episode of Sword Art Online, what did you guys think? Dance fight. <laughs> Dance fight. <laughs> It's like, we are fighting now for honor, and now we're dancing. <laughs> that that fight yeah. seemed really unnecessary, honestly. Straight out of Zoolander. I mean, I didn't I didn't dislike it or anything, but it wasn't... Yeah, it was probably something that wasn't... It just kind of seemed like there was no point to that. Yeah. Because, you know, it's really just them coming to terms, but they know who they are. And they've decided to work together again. You've Basically, it was the just... kiss and makeup episode. Yeah. yeah. And then Recon shows up and is like, I will help you. And I'm in love with you. <laughs> I'm in love with you, by the way. <laughs> well, she got a better chance with him than Kirito. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, much better chance with the... And by the boy, way, roughly her age, there is throwing himself at her versus her slightly older, definitely colder to her brother slash cousin. Yes. Huck <laughs> a brother. And by the way, like, I, I don't know about if anybody else felt this way, but they put way too many, like, bosses in the world tree. Like, <laughs> well, it, it's, it, it seemed like, like every time that he would kill one, like, cheating. Yeah, well, I mean, given the ending of the episode, when he finds out, it makes a hell of a lot of sense. Hugo never intended anybody to get through that. Right. The whole point was to keep people away. Oh, and by the way, plot convenience. Hey, I have this card key that she threw down at some point, so now we can get in the door. (laughs) Uh, Actually, I thought that was an EBT card. (laughs) Oh, God. Huey... This is the thing that I hate because Yui was pretty much utterly useless in this second half up until right then. I was like, oh, great. She has a reason to be there. Yep. Because I really don't like Yui. (laughs) Oh, you joined the Jose I Hate Sword Art Club? No, I don't hate Sword Art. I like Sword Art a lot. I just don't like He just doesn't like Yui. I don't like Yui. And I don't like Sugo, but that's because you're not supposed to. Right. That guy is a... Sugo made me instantly hate him, man. He's cartoonishly evil. Which I suppose some people (laughs) have a problem with, but I just love it. I think it's great. But he's not nearly as cool of a bad guy as the uh, clearly insane guy who made the game. (laughs) I will say, though, I'm I'm very interested to see how Sword Sword Art ends, but... Um, was there. I, episodes I, left. I heard something about there's an even worse part. Oh, uh, this next uh. episode. <laughs> there is if you if you thought Asuna was being abused before. Yeah. It's about to uh, escalate okay. a little bit more. It, yeah, it's it, it shall escalate. It will become even more uncomfortable for those of you who oh, are feeling uncomfortable and, watching this show. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I will be reading from the DSMV dash poor TR revised. Not, I'm actually going to give you my opinion. <laughs> oh, but, now, there is one thing I want to say because people are saying, oh, they've made Asuna so weak in this second half. I was like, no, the fact that she's going through all of this and surviving proves she's strong. Right. I would agree with that. 
because you know here's a woman that doesn't have basically is defenseless because well assuming that he put her in this position the the, the bad guy in the series i can't remember yeah. his name is. sugo sugo which is unfortunately um, close to suguha yeah that's what i was gonna say i was like Ooh. Yeah. what um, were they thinking yeah <laughs> like well they don't look anything alike so nobody will confuse them yeah except if you're just writing this well you know i just i, I it's <laughs> i don't know yeah it's he's i he the point is su sugo wants to demean her he wants right. to ruin her life and eventually hope that she <laughs> develops stockholm syndrome i guess because he said oh, oh thank i, you I could, for saying that dude i I'm could so manipulate your that. mind if i wanted to but instead i think i'll just let you willingly choose me right it's like well this guy's a freak <laughs> yeah he really is but she wasn't gonna develop you know, stockholm syndrome for him dude. i i will say this to the core I will say this though, like it, it is a little weird that um, Sudoku doesn't show up like right after she escapes. You know uh, what I mean? Sugo's kind of a big deal in the real world, so he's just letting his minions take care of things, I guess. <clears throat> he's got to keep up his appearances. Yeah. <laughs> Got to keep up them doesn't appearances. Wanna, don't want, want suspicious. Don't, don't want people to be suspicious. Not that anyone be, would believe it if somebody told yeah. them. <laughs> well, you know, I hope that. I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that, and I don't, I don't think they're going to do it because of budget reasons. But I kind of hope that they do a promo like they did with uh, Samurai Seven for Sword Art, and the same thing with. Uh, if they Soul were going to do Apple. that, they should have done it this week. Because it's true. Uh, it's, it's, isn't it just a little bit too late in, the, in its run for that? It's yeah, probably, it's probably it's, just, too, late, it's but... too late. Let's just let's just quietly let this one end. <laughs> well, they should do and it. Replace it least... with a less offensive show. <laughs> but come on, are we ever going to have a show that is this good for talking about? <laughs> no, I don't think we. I think it'll be hard to top this one because this one got people talking. I just I I kind of hope that Soul Eater gets something like that. I mean, it has been running long enough that it deserves that. Soul Eater like... probably could get that. I don't. See, that's the thing. I don't know if like they're just focusing more on Space Dandy, and that could be why some of these. They're won't definitely get spe- <laughs> They're definitely focusing on Space Dandy. They're doing oh, yeah. a promo for every episode. Definitely. So it'll be interesting to see. I guess Did they do a promo for the sixth episode. I wasn't watching Sunday. Yes, it's up on. Yes, it is up there. It's up actually on their Tumblr right now. Oh, check that out. Yeah, they're um, doing one for every episode, basically. And, yeah, on top of that, they got their goodie every week or so. And yeah, kind of a bummer that certain things aren't getting promoted. Like, I'm sure there were a great many people that were surprised to see Ghost in the Shell on the schedule at 3 a.m. And Naruto yeah. moving up, too, though they probably could have figured out that FLCO wasn't going to be on again. And, of course, Samurai Jack quietly premiering at 4 a.m. Well, quietly premiering for them, I was promoting the shit out of it on Toonami News, so... Yeah, yeah, we... <laughs> we were doing our due diligence. Yes, and we were. anybody who follows a Tumblr would know that, but obviously not everybody follows the Tumblr. Not everybody checks schedule grids. What are you going to do? Very true, but um, it'll be fine. Word of mouth travels pretty fast, right? I think that's going to be that. uh, I think that's going to be it for the topic this week. I should say so. We are almost to the end of Sword Art Online, and (laughs) chances are we will talk about it again at least one more time. Yes, I think it's time to uh, plug away and get out of here. But first, um. There's a way for you guys to help us uh, fund our upcoming projects. Uh, if you visit tunamifaithful.com slash donate or at the top of tunamifaithful.com, you hit the uh, the link that says donate. Uh, you can donate whatever money that you want to us. Um, sorry if you do that, you don't get anything for it. But, you know, it does help us do what we need to do, like get interviews and such. So, again, that's tunamifaithful.com slash donate. 
And for those of you that have asked about um, our podcast shirts, because I've seen a couple of you actually ask those kinds of things, um, if you want one of our podcast shirts, they are $10 right now, and that's going on through the month of February. Uh, if you go to tsunamifaithful.bandcamp.com slash merch, uh, you can get your own podcast shirt. They are in medium, large, and extra large right now. Um, I might be doing a, another special order if there's um, a bunch of people that actually want like a small or bigger it's than medium. an XL shirt. <laughs> so um, let me know on my personal Twitter at Paul Pascrillo and if you want one that's bigger or smaller than what we have. But uh, right now you can get medium, large, and extra large right off of that link. So, um, And I think I'll let sketch do this part we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of the tsunami faithful podcast please rate and review the podcast on itunes and podomatic and stitcher yes stitcher is very important yes please you asked for stitcher we got stitcher get to it so that means follow rate and subscribe because those are the things that'll make us look good and if you really like us let us know by doing that and you can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Tumblr. Yes, it's uh, facebook.com slash Toonami Faithful Podcast. The Twitter is at Toonami Podcast. And the Tumblr is Toonami Faithful Official.tumblr.com, which was featured on the Q&A this week. And visit podcast.toonamifaithful.com for all of the episodes of the podcast. Yes. And by the way, for the 50th time, ToonamiFaithfulOfficial.tumblr.com is not Toonami. Please stop sending me shit over, boys. Seriously. Oh, my God. Stop, please. I'm getting people asking Toonami questions on my Ask.fm lately. It's <laughs> no, like, yeah, you got to ask Toonami about that. Yeah, exactly. That's going to be my, my typical response from now on. Yeah, somebody <laughs> asked me, did I work for Toonami, man? I was like, no, I'm sorry, but I wouldn't even fit in doing that type of work. <laughs> we all know why. Mm-hmm. Shut up, Sketch. <laughs> oh, boy. You you in public relations, man. Hey, but I'm real good at human resources. <laughs> oh, God. And the podcast, please. That's ironic. <laughs> uh, Will... You know, Will, you haven't said a whole yeah. lot this episode. Are you sure there's nothing else you want to say? No. <laughs> I'm going to leave in that long pause. I'm going to leave it in. Do it. That's what she said. Do it. All right, Will, where can they find you? At my house. <laughs> <laughs> More seriously, though, on Twitter, at Ambukaru underscore, or on Tumblr, at Ambukaru. You, could just you might want to spell that, that because people aren't that intelligent. Like Paul. A-N-B-U-K-A-R-U. Okay. There you go. Okay. And Durrell. Mr. Durrell. Oh, yeah, you can find me at ukami underscore samurai7 at twitter.com. You can also find me on Tumblr at ukami samurai7.tumblr.com. And if you want to send me any hate mail, but y'all too scared to do that anyway, you can send that to Darrell Maddox at tunamifaithful.com. All righty. The best way to find me is on Twitter at sketch1984. That's S K E T C H 1984. You can also tumble with me on Tumblr, sketch1984.tumblr.com. You can ask me stupid questions on ask.fm backslash sketch1984. And you can also listen to Darrell and I in our extra podcast, Same Shift, Different Day. The best way to find out about that is to follow us on Twitter at Same Shift, S-A-M-E. S-H-I-F-T. I just love the way you enunciated that sketch. Oh, God. I'm not, hey, not, not going to make the same mistake too. twice. <laughs> stop, stop, I like the stop, extra stop, emphasis stop. on the F. Yes. That's what I really <laughs> love, the enunciation. <laughs> Anyways. F. The thing about F. F is sometimes people think you said S. Sometimes people think you say uh, so many things.
The Tsunami Table Podcast was brought to you today by the letter F. <laughs> As an F, you Paul. <laughs> oh, oh, when Jose is away. When Jose is away, Darrell will play. You could find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. Uh, you can also find me on Tumblr at paulpascrillo.tumblr.com. Um, and if you want to ask me questions, you can ask me questions now using ask.fm slash paulpascrillo. And my last name is spelled P-E-S-C-R-I-L-O. So you can actually get me. So Just say piss. Yeah, shut up anyways. <laughs> I almost oh. forgot I had uh, Will hook me up with a ToonamiFaithful.com email. So, as I'm sure there will be plenty of comments about how I have utterly failed you all as a host, you can <laughs> send me hate mail. Sketch at ToonamiFaithful.com Thank you, good night, and Mr. Durrell, outro-deuce us, please. Deuces! Meet the new boss Same as the old boss See, the best part about being the editor is I can cut out things that make me look like a jackass. Alrighty. It's going to be a giant sensor over Sketch's voice. The episode. <laughs> Don't think I won't do it.